What's up and welcome back. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and today I am joined by the godfather of internet video, Rocco from Mega64. Wow, thank Woo! you. What an intro. Yeah. What an incredible intro. How thank you doing, you. man? I'm doing so great. I love the, the, I mean, this is not news to you, but the smoke in the intro, it's, it's very reminiscent of, in fact, Power Rangers. Cause I remember they would do that every time like Lord Zed walked into his castle, you mm -hmm. had the, you know, so this is very appropriate and I like it. I like your shirt too. Thank Let's you. Just, just praise each other the rest that, of this that, hour. That's what this is going to be. Now this shirt, I have a fun yeah. story about it. Now, first off, one of my favorite pieces emerged ever. Uh, the moment I saw this, I was like, I need to buy this thing. And I've worn it so many damn times throughout the years. Uh, but I imagine it's inspired by uh, like a, the, the Kodak film look, right? Maybe like VHS Something tapes and things like that. I don't know. Something like that. I mean, I, you know, we our our, des our designer Meg did that. So I'm going to give her the credit. I don't know what she was thinking when she did that. But all the Power Rangers colors are represented there. So I'm going to say it was maybe inspired by that. And, Who and knows? That's my actually wait. There's orange in there. Well, there was an orange Ranger, I think, that's, later. But at some not. point. Exactly. Yeah. But that's my thing. The funny like full circle of this is Rocco. I've been a fan of you for, for a very long time. We've worked together a, a couple times back at a. Um, um, uh, what was it sgc rtx and all yeah. that stuff always a great time um but i i bought this shirt supporting mega 64 and all that but Thank then you. the main reason is it reminded me of the power rangers in space outfits and i was like i love that so i need this not knowing that you were a mega big power rangers fan so yeah. eventually i followed you on twitter and i realized i was like oh my god rocco is <laughs> into this stuff I, in yeah. a way that i really really get down with it i was like i love that this shirt that i love so much for make 64 i got because i liked the how it reminded me of power rangers in space so full circle moment right here oh thank you so much yes i i um the amount of things from power rangers that i have snuck into our stuff since we started uh is uh, immeasurable like you you I think if you know that it's it almost ruins everything else because you'll only see <laughs> little Power Rangers nods. I think there was another shirt we put out that had um uh the uh in in Mega Ranger when they transform. Now we're going Super Sentai in Mega Ranger when they transform. There's all this kind of like uh English text that appears behind them and I think there's literally a shirt we did um that had all that text on it and no one ever caught that. Um, I love that. I don't know if anyone cares, but it's on there. <laughs> but it's there, everybody. Uh, you know, this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, trailers, all of that stuff. Uh, we've been doing weekly breakdowns of The Mandalorian. You can check that out right now. We just did uh, finished our episode with Anthony Carboni for the finale. Go check it out uh, in all the normal places. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we will be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad free, though, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Just like our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, Nathan Lamothe, and Al Tribesman have done. Today, we're brought to you by Rocket Money, but I will get to that later. We got to talk about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always, the 30 year anniversary special on netflix that you can watch right now uh rocco before we get into that i kind of just want to talk to you about power rangers as a whole uh clearly you're super into it but like how into it are you um okay so it's been on for i mean this this marks the 30th year so you know there i'll i will admit there was a point i did drop off you know i i, I tuned into it right when it first came out in 93 there was a point 
that I did drop off. It might have been around, I don't know, time force, something like that in the early 2000s. But the period between when it started and then, there was nothing I was more obsessed with. Uh, especially the Zordon era of the show. If you didn't think that I wasn't going to label different eras of the series, you were wrong. Because that stretch of the series and just the the story and the continuity between all of it was my favorite stuff that had ever aired. And I will say personally, just as a connection to what I do now and have done since in Mega 64, um, the show really not only was it exciting to me and and fun, but it really did inspire me in terms of uh, what I wanted to do in, in like video editing and stuff like that. Well, I guess at the time when I was a kid, I didn't know I was into that yet, but I remember watching as a kid going, wait, why does the footage look different when they go outside and fight the octopus monster versus when they're hanging in the juice bar? It, It almost looked like it was different quality. And then I found out, Oh, there's a Japanese TV show that they're adapting. So some of the footage is American. Some of it is Japanese. And then that turned into, you know, me going down the rabbit hole. I'm in like, you know, third grade going, okay, so uh, this monster is from Die Ranger and the Megazord is from Zhu Ranger or vice versa, one of those. And they're editing it to make it look like they're punching each other, but they're not. They weren't even in the same set. You know what I mean? It kind of awakened part of oh, my yeah. brain like, oh, the power of filmmaking and editing and things like that, you can make these things happen. And so I think that had a huge imprint on me. Plus, I just thought the Green Ranger was badass. Oh, hell yeah, of course. I'm actually, I'm so similar to you there where uh, a big reason why I do this was falling in love with Power Rangers and just being inspired by some of the cool things they did. I remember being a kid and watching the morphing sequences and being like, that is literally the coolest thing possible. And like, if at any point in my life, I get to have that, I will have peaked. That is the moment. And like, I've got to do that now. And that's kind of my dumbass life in a lot of ways, but it's like, I, it's just so cool that this kid show can inspire people to go on and then yeah. create for decades and decades, 30 yeah. years later, you know? Yeah. And you're not the only one inspired by the morphing sequence. Cause let me give everyone out there a pro tip. If you search YouTube for uh morpher test or morphing test, you will find some of the best clips there. It's, everyone trying to uh create the morphing animation you 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 watch those for hours that's the best thing to search on youtube number one it's just gold man but yeah i i uh i was a little late to power rangers actually because i had parents that were like oh not the weapons and all that stuff um so i actually i got on closer to um around the movie the movie came out on my Mm. fifth birthday um, oh. And that was like obviously a revelation. Um, and then kind of yeah. going back and, and and catching up. But from that moment on, just like you, I was absolutely obsessed. And I would watch every single week, every single series, and all the way through the the Zordon era. Like in space is probably my favorite. Uh, yes. When I take out like the Green Ranger and all that stuff, because duh. Um, yeah. But it the end of in space that really is kind of like the seven season finale of the original yeah. story was so good and then even after that i ended, i watched lost galaxy and um it was fun and i i enjoyed it but not having that continuity that was kind of the end point for me and i was aging out of it a little bit too so i was like all right yes. uh maybe i'll i'll bounce off this and then since then i've kind of just come back for these big anniversary specials the yeah. uh forever red and the um um the mega force ones and all that stuff mm-hmm. and there's just such a fun and a nostalgia to it um but i appreciate that the show is still going, is still what it is, and has an audience that loves it.
Yeah. So it it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, they do every other year they do this convention, Power Morphicon, the official Power Rangers convention. And you're thinking, I mean, honestly, even even as a longtime fan, hearing about it, I'm like, well, that you know, before I had ever gone, I was like, that can't be that big. I mean, I'm sure it's just I'm sure it's very fun, but it's a small thing and whatever. And you you see it get bigger and bigger. Like it's like people discover its existence and it just becomes a bigger and bigger thing every year. It's a huge convention and half the people are 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 dressed like monsters. It's amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> um so uh yeah, the fact that that exists, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it um, it really is. So so moving on from all that, yeah. what did you think about this? Once and always on Netflix. Okay, so I will uh, Okay. This is this is I'm going to It's this a safe space, hot take. Man. I don't know. I was always rubbed a little wrong when anytime they did a Power Rangers movie, you know, I know this wasn't theatrical, but whenever they tried to make a big presentation of it, they always tried to make it something that it wasn't, you know, even the original movie, you know, I enjoyed it as a kid. Okay. I loved but it. <laughs> there was still an energy of like, no, we got to make it cooler than the show. We have to. We have to step it up. We can't just do that. You know, 2017 Power Rangers movie that came out. Oh, we it's got to, you know, we got to make it a little edgier. We got to make it this or that. I will say that I definitely appreciate that this special, like it or not, is unabashedly dorky. And I would say, is the production value much better than it was in the 90s? I don't know. I mean, clearly it's like shot nicer, I guess, but... Um, the dorkiness is intact. And I do think this is a particular series, franchise, whatever, that I actually think you need to maintain a level of that, um, to keep its spirit, I guess. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm actually right there with you. Like I, it really felt like the vision for this was let's make this what it is, not what mm -hmm. we remember it to be and not yeah. what it could be in 2023. And yeah. I think that worked for what this was having said yeah. that it is a jarring experience to watch. It's, it is yeah. weird to, to watch this. And especially with uh, so many of the cast members being as old as they are now acting yeah. the way that they're acting, saying the things that they're saying, moving the way that they're moving. But yeah. it's authentically Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And more yeah. than that, I was so impressed on the nerd side of stuff, how much they tried to keep this in canon to those original seven seasons. And yeah. it, even referencing things past that, like there's like hints at stuff, like the um, we see the um, Adam and... Um, uh, the other one, Aisha, I think it was? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the, the SPA suits and it's like that's going to become spd eventually it's like that type yeah. of stuff i thought was really cool um yeah but i loved that zordon didn't come back like i loved mm -hmm. that like despite that being kind of the plot point it's like no man he's he's gone because he died and yeah. the explanation for why rita robo rita is back it's quintessentially power rangers and goofy as hell but yeah whoever wrote this cared to like yeah. try not to step on their own toes yeah yeah, I agree. Um, it definitely was in there. There are certain things, as you mentioned, the, the, you use the word jarring. It it was because, the, yeah, there is sort of a, an expectation that like, oh, they'll update it. Oh, they'll, uh, you know, they're not going to, you know, kind of like throw things out of nowhere like they used to in the old show and they won't. But no, they do. They just like, do. It's, it's for better or worse, really structured like. 
It's like we got a bonus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode 30 years later. That's 50 um, minutes long instead of 20. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. And hey, take that for what it is. I had yeah. a great time watching it. I don't think I'm ever going to rewatch it. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I do think that like they really made the most of their time for what they aimed to, to do here. The tribute at the end was incredibly moving. I thought they did a really good job. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to look at this special for what it is as compared to the original Power Rangers series. You bringing up all of the Japanese footage that they kind of just had to make work into a story and like kind of Frankenstein together because of the realities of who's alive and who's not anymore in Power Rangers. And on top, I'm mean, just for people that don't know, uh, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, uh, is not in this and yeah. he was alive when they shot this. He chose not to be in it uh, as yeah. well as the original Pink. And so those choices meant that we were going to get rocky and cat in as the red and pink ranger and yeah. them being kind of forced into this feels like the old show of just like well this is what we have to work with so yeah let's try to put the pieces where we can yeah yeah there was definitely that feeling of uh yeah i, I mean i remember again as a kid not even kind of knowing what was going on when it was suddenly like oh we have we have a new red black and yellow ranger now and it's that's fine you know um I mean, if you look at the second season of the show, they were in the middle of filming the movie. So there's so many episodes where they like weren't unmorphed. Like, oh, we're stuck in this haunted house where we can't get out of our costumes. You know, <laughs> like they really would. Like you said, they, they would kind of just make whatever fit. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's why this felt so natural. You know, yeah, you don't see the Green Ranger unmorph, but it just it feels like, well, yeah, I mean, this is something they would do. Yep. You're totally right on that. Yeah, and they, they, <laughs> they call him Tommy. They call him Jason. Like, even though they're not there, yep. like, we, we know they're the, the same characters. And I, I yeah. think that that was fun. And I think that because of the pieces that this iteration had to work with, um, we got a, a really special story, mainly focusing on Trini's kid, right? And yeah. Trini is uh, somebody that, uh, a character that has really not been shown any respect uh, throughout yeah. the, the franchise where, yeah, like the original yellow, red, and black Rangers left because they weren't getting paid in real life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they, they were written off on the show as like, oh, they went off to like a press, co uh, uh, some conference, a world's conference yeah the, just, the peace conference yeah. yeah and then they just never came back and then it's yeah. like as things went on it's like well jason comes back becomes the gold ranger the coolest fucking yes. thing ever um yes. and then the turbo movie and all that stuff so it's like we had moments that of course the red ranger is gonna get his big i'm the hero moment um yeah but like we never got that for the yellow ranger we never got yeah. that for the blue ranger um and billy was with the show a lot longer but yeah for this to focus on the original yellow ranger storyline and billy i thought was a breath of fresh air from the admittedly always cool Green Ranger, White Ranger, Red Ranger stuff. But yeah. this was kind of like, let's take it from a different perspective. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, obviously it would have been fantastic to have, you know, give Tommy kind of one last feature in this or whatever. But um, I kind of understand, you know, he, from what I understand, he didn't do the special because he had his own kind of, you know, like I've kind of, done this enough times for the series and you know things like that um which is true they featured tommy a million times Bazillion it really times, was yeah. refreshing to see it go to obviously billy was like such a huge integral as you mentioned uh into zeo he he wasn't even a ranger and he was just like you know kind of like the, a second zordon to them you know and uh so to kind of give him respect 
was awesome. By the way, oh, I do want to say, by the way, about Billy, the whole special I'm watching, I'm going, wait, are we, are we okay to spoil things? This here? is full we, spoilers, we, full spoilers. Okay. Yeah, it's in the headline, full spoilers. Okay, great. I'm watching the whole special going, okay, how much do they really care about the lore, you know, the, the, the continuity, the storyline? The whole time I'm going, Billy, yo, okay, this homeboy flew to planet Aquatar to live with, I His think her name wife. was Sestria, Sestria, one of the Aquitians yeah. that lives on the planet. They poorly edited footage of him to make it look like he went to like go hang with this alien chick on some other planet. And I'm like, are they even there? Okay, I'm watching the whole hour going. They're never going to address that. The last five minutes. Oh my god! They're, you know, hey, uh, you know, Sestria misses you. I'm like, thank you, thank you. Okay, thank Dude, you. You you did it. That was that was so good. And my moment uh, of that was um, the reveal of Cat's kid JJ, which is Cat yeah. and Tommy's kid. And like you know, for people that love power rangers when it first came out and then dropped off after like the movie like a lot of people Mm -hmm. did everyone kind of ships kimberly and tommy in their minds and they're like yeah Yeah. of course the pink ranger and white ranger are together but the reality is it's the second pink ranger it's cat that ends up canonically with tommy and i love that they they kept that detail there was if you go deep in the in the power rangers fandom you dig through the message boards the news groups there was always the pressing dire question is the power rangers zeo christmas special a season to remember canon because it shows an aging elderly tommy reading a christmas story by the fireside to a young kid and then an elderly catherine enters the room asking if they want a hot chocolate or something Confirmed. Like they both, like they had a kid, and it was always like, "Well, that's not canon. It's a Christmas special. It's not canon." Boom. Season to remember is now canon. So let the YouTube comments deal with it because I know there's going to be a lot of season to remember haters. (laughs) But real talk, though, I I love it for as as weird as this was to watch, and I think (laughs) that uh, this is going to not vibe with a lot of people. It really vibed yeah. with me because because of all the dumb things we're talking about right now. Yes. It's like they listened to the nerds and they're like, yes. you know what, fucking let's give them what they want. And they they kind of delivered in that way, I think, over and over. And even in the more kind of meta real world stuff of like mm. having Billy back and, you know, the, yeah. in real life, the story of that, of like him essentially quitting the show, not essentially quitting the show because he was being bullied on set. Um, yeah. like because he was gay it's horrible stuff and this is his first time back after being such a core part of the show for so many seasons and um for them to have even the the line about them saving the the guy's husband i I was like this is great like they're really trying to like at least use this moment to kind of do the best they can again with the pieces they have at play yeah yeah definitely it it was yeah billy uh uh well david <laughs> yes. yeah. deserved 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 this moment you they really did nail that in terms of giving him his moment giving twee trang her moment and um it, it really i mean in that sense just delivered and and as you mentioned too like they really didn't care who wasn't with it <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> they really it couldn't have given off more energy that they were just you you're with us or you're not kind of you know um uh energy just through even when they were talking about 
I think my, the moment where it hit me the most, where it was like, oh, damn, they really are just on their own wavelength. When when Rita came, was talking about how she came back and yep. she kept bringing up the Z-wave yep. <laughs> and how that dispersed her energy through the galaxy. But the Z and they I mean, they make zero point zero attempt to clarify what the Z wave is. Totally. I, I think that's even a fan made term, I, which I um, love because like, I mean, that's the thing with that. It's like I, I've never heard Z wave. I know yeah. what they're talking about, but like, yeah. that's because I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the, for you know, for those who for those who don't know, for you know, for all the normies mm-hmm. watching this, it was when they destroyed Zordon's tube. Uh, the the monsters were overrunning the the galaxy, and they they specifically Zordon asked for them to shatter his tube that he was in because his energy would wash over. It was like. A failsafe. It would wash over the galaxy and eliminate all evil. And um, so they're still talking about this quote unquote Z wave. But again, I, like I said, I think that was a fan made term. Um, it was also, again, going back to Billy, I think this is the first time ever we heard his last name on camera ever, which was Cranston. Cranston. Yeah. After Brian Cranston, who was a voice actor on the show back then, he played. Now, I will actually segue this into. I will express a disappointment that I, I had. I got a couple disappointments too. So yeah, go okay. off. Um, Brian Cranston, one of his first roles, one of his early roles. Uh, and Brian Cranston is, you know, Breaking Bad. Some some of you have seen it, maybe. Um, one of his early roles was Snizzard in Power Rangers. I I will say a part of me was holding out hope. Yep he would have reprised his role as Snizzard. The fa- Once I saw Snizzard in the promos, I'm like, that's the most obscure monster to bring back. It really is. So it yeah. is a letdown. Why didn't they just, and I get, like, I understand why, but also I feel like he would have done it. Yes. Uh, I have always heard stories, you know, things all, you know, over the years where how cool he was with fans. And I mean, he even, reprised as far as i know with that last um power rangers movie that came out in 2017 i don't even think he really had like from what i've heard didn't even really kind of have time to do it like he gave them like a day Mm. like like oh power rangers yeah you know i have like loyalty to that because that was an early gig for me yeah i'll do it and he's zordon in that movie he's actually pretty good as, as zordon um and i think he i think he did all that in like a day um you know he's he's shown up to interviews and in like power rangers like costumes and stuff uh just this kind of a gag and i, I really honestly thought like m- okay maybe he'll you know even if he records his lines over voice memos or something you know he would maybe appear but that didn't happen that's okay you know it's my yeah. own expectations totally but i just thought after you know what a great streak we had breaking bad better call Saul. I just thought like, how do you round out that kind of universe? Okay. Snizzard snizzard, baby finale. You know, you kind of blow it out with one last snizzard. Yeah. You know, that's okay. You know, we didn't do it, but it, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. It was still cool seeing Robo Snizzard. It definitely, definitely was. Um, I one thing that I was like a little bit like I don't know about this uh, again mm-hmm. nerd shit was the the fact that there was any Zeo Rangers at all because the crystals are gone, right? Yeah. So when they they we see the yellow range uh, Tanya the yellow Zeo Ranger be turned into a toy, I did enjoy the toy stuff. I thought that was yeah. like a, a fun way to just kind of like all like being meta without being too meta of like yes. Power Rangers are toys. 
here here yeah. you go guys um yeah but yeah the the zeo stuff i thought was interesting and then having cat and rocky in their mighty Morphin outfits as opposed to their zeo it's like that makes yeah. sense but it was weird that there were any zeo at all i will i i'm you know i hate to do this but i'm gonna maybe do. correct you please though, do on that okay because i actually think it makes it makes less sense that the power coins are in it because those we actually saw were like terminated like Again, even in Power Rangers in space, uh, there's there's a there's a an episode called Always a Chance when Adam returns yeah. and shows that he still has the Black Ranger Mighty Morphin. And it's all messed up, right? Morpher. It has like it's, the, the yeah, burns it's on like it and fried shit. because the power coins, the original power coins, were totally eradicated. They had to get in fact that's why they got the ninja coins in season three of Power Rangers. So that was, you know, that never really got an explanation like how do they have the dino coins again but the zeo crystal i believe we never saw any kind of evidence that was destroyed they kind of just awkwardly transitioned into oh now we're gonna make turbo powers you know they transitioned from zeo to turbo i don't recall yeah. there being a, a situation where the z where the zeo crystals were damaged wasn't that the Unless start of the I'm turbo you, you, the turbo movie I, I, I it's been so long so i definitely could be wrong about this but i'm pretty sure that was like the beginning of the movie and they jumped off the waterfall and it messed up the crystals but I, it's been yeah. a while. I, I could be totally it off does, on this uh catherine does try to become zeo ranger one pink as she falls down a waterfall but it doesn't like her transfer transformation doesn't work when she plummets into the water but the zeo crystals themselves were not destroyed okay. okay um they they really don't give much explanation as they just say like okay now we made stronger turbo powers yeah there are fan theories that they are still using some derivation of the zeo crystal or possibly and i'm sure this crossed your mind potentially even use of the super zeo gems given to them by trey of triforia your thoughts <laughs> trey of triforia god i love you so much i have many thoughts we're gonna get to those in just a second but real okay. quick here is a word from our sponsors Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right, you, you, you out there. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny and so now we're back where do you want to go from here uh i i, I was the you know a lot of people didn't get to see it but over the break i was discussing how i think there was further plans for billy uh to uh you know if you've seen zeo 
Uh, in that season, Billy mentions he's working on a bigger project, which I do think was going to be a better, more uh, defined segue into the Turbo Powers. Uh, but of course, the actor left. We never got to see that. Um, I explained all this during the break, and I just felt like it would be criminal to withhold that information, those theories from your audience. So I just wanted to share that. Um, I do think there could have been a better segue from Zio into Turbo. And I'm curious what the commenters think. Um, of that transition what would you have done um email us uh ranger theories at kind of funny.com exactly i mean you know what's funny about that is that you know when people look back at uh the power rangers as a whole and they think of mighty morphin it's like mighty morphin was three seasons right three seasons yeah. with the movie the movie not canon they kind of remade the movie in season two three what, which one was that the ninja well, uh season arc. three season three season three, yeah. season three. so they, they did that a little bit differently um and yeah. so the show versions the canon version and then zeal was season four and then pretty much from then on it was like new season every uh, every season was a new title we had zeo turbo yeah. in space um with a pretty different cast whereas yeah up until turbo even it was kind of like a variation of the same cast as it went through right yeah yeah so yeah. it's and then after that, they kind of just like, it's weird because after in space, they're all connected, but only when they want to be. Yeah. Which is um, kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, I mean, I was, you know, I think a, a long time ago, I think I did a, a, a one, uh, I think I did a kind of funny podcast where we talked about the days of early internet mm -hmm. and um so i've talked about that subject with you before and uh, i will again i remember being on very early internet and seeing rumors that like hey they're about to replace the whole cast on power rangers and it was like wow they wouldn't replace tommy they wouldn't replace you know th they can't do that and um and sure enough when the episode there was an episode power rangers turbo called passing the torch part mm -hmm. one and i remember seeing that in the print that I used to have a print TV guide and seeing the name of the, the episode going, Oh, uh -oh. this is really happening. Isn't it? Yeah. And you know, being on 1997 message board forums going, guys, it's gonna. <laughs> oh no. Can he still hear me? We lost Rocco. Barrett is on it. He's on the case trying to get us back. <laughs> yeah. I think that might've been a, his end. Because uh, our internet, I was scared our internet dropped off, but yeah, we're looking good on our end here. So we're still going? Barrett. It, I mean, we could pause recording right now, and then once we get him back, we can unpause. Um, the technology of OBS, Tim. I mean, yeah, let's do it then. All right. We'll be right back, kiddos. It'll be like no time for you. Uh, so two little nerd things I noticed that I really appreciated. When they said we got to do the, the Bandora protocol. First off, do you know what that's a reference to? Yeah. Oh, Zhu Ranger. Come on. Honestly, I don't know about this. Oh. oh, oh, so you actually, okay, yeah, 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 wow, okay. Yes, I love anytime I get to explain something. Um, no, um, yeah, Bandora, if you, I remember as a kid even watching Power Rangers seeing uh, Rita's palace on the moon, it said Bandora Palace. Oh. And thinking like, is that, what is that, like, why does it say that? And finding out it was, that was her name in uh, the Japanese series in, in Jew Ranger, and so, Having that just get suddenly dropped in the American version was kind of kind of nuts. Bandora Protocol. I didn't expect that. that. It's so awesome, but I love when they said it. And for me, the thing I marked out about was the, the Astro Megazord popping up on the, 
the little like spinny wheel and it was like i just love the references there and i'm, I'm in space yeah. boy so i was like oh that's so cool yeah um, yeah and i love that right after that scene we kind of get like the like getting the team together essentially and we get the uh rocky and cat scene and i just yeah. loved how like perfectly dorky power rangers it was where uh we get them to go out and their plan was hey we have this weird um crane with a magnet on it and that's how we're gonna get these robot guys but I love yeah. that it was Kat who was the one dealing with the crane and like pointing. Like she kept talking about this damn crane. And I'm like, it's because she's the crane. She's yeah. the crane one. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was glorious. So yeah, I thought that was that was a lot of fun. And then the uh all the morphing sequences, I just was so nostalgic for. And I thought they did such a great job. And like, um, you know, seeing the original Black Ranger like say it's morphing time was like, man, I got chills. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, not I will actually I'll actually even add to that chills from that. The most chills I would say I got maybe in the whole thing is, okay, they returned to the juice bar. They totally recreated that set. So Pretty cool. Pretty impressive. Cool. Hip-hop keto, baby. But when he busted out hip-hop keto, I had forgotten. I mean, that is a, that martial arts style has been forgotten over the years. You know, <laughs> um, you know not many study it anymore. Um, he looked great, he too. Just effortlessly took care of those putties oh man that was great uh, i i do want to say that I, I will take now take it back to a, a, another small gripe speaking of the putties who who this is a this is a, this is kind of a dick thing to bring up to so i'm gonna apologize i i, who, I love i hope i think i know where you're going with this whoever was uh in charge of costumes um in this uh it, it, once you see it you can't unsee it but they tucked in the the head part wrong on their rubber masks uh, are supposed to have like a, a little like lip uh, of the the fabric that goes under it, but whoever dressed all the putties put it outside of it, so it looks like they almost have a hood on over the they they put the costumes on wrong. That's all. That's just something I noticed. I'm I sorry. Love it. I love. Yeah, that is not. I thought you were going to say some stuff. Well, technically, the putties shouldn't be here for whatever reason. Oh, it no. should have been the Tengu Warriors. <laughs> they, actually, that would have been cool. To be fair, but but I understand. For nostalgia's sake, you got to have the putties. That's fine. But they didn't. Yeah, you got to tuck the thing under the rubber mask. Like you got. I'm sorry. That that that's just that's a that was a nitpick. But. I, mm -hmm. I will say uh, what was kind of amazing, though, with the way they fought the putties and stuff, just a couple things that you never saw in the original show that were kind of, like, amazing in this. Um, they, first of all, they could never say, like, die or kill in the old show. That was, like, expressly prohibited in a kid's show like that on network anyway. So to hear that so many times in this, like, oh, I'm going to kill the Rangers. I'm going to kill one of you. Which one of you is going to die first? You know, stuff like that was like, Whoa. okay, yeah, I'm not used to hearing Rita say that. But on top of that, what kind of blew me away was we actually saw them using the power weapons in a stabbing sense capacity <laughs> yeah dude I, i'm right there with you i was like whoa there were multiple moments during this where i was like i am surprised at how dark they're going with this the whole thing starting off with like a top gun style here's text on the screen kind of explaining what's going on yeah. i was like we're setting the tone i'm here for this then the music <laughs> plays but they didn't do the intro which i was like oh, I'm, I'm let down by this I was sure. an idiot. Of course, they're going to do it at the end, and they did a great job. Um, <laughs> but to see them all running, the fire explosions behind them, the whole squad, yeah. I was like, this is so damn cool. But then immediately, <laughs> for Rita Repulsa to say goodbye, Trini, and then 
kill the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> We're a, yeah. a, a character we have not seen in the show, heard about in the show, who yeah. in real life the actress died. I was like, there's something that doesn't sit right with me about yeah. this. And then immediately from that scene, it cuts to one year later, and um, we get the or whatever it was, we get Billy and um, Zach at the house, and they're just having this conversation of like. How are we going to tell her that her mom died? I don't know. We probably shouldn't. School's out. And she walks in. I was like, this is brutal. Yeah. It it was surprising. And and um, and honestly, it's still so funny, too, that it's like 20 years later. Too, like, we never, again, they they hadn't really paid homage to, to, to Trini in the show ever until this point. But that was, you know, 20 two years ago so it is kind of funny that it's like they're just handling that now and it's such a direct way yeah. i just think i just did not expect that yeah definitely didn't expect it at all and um i thought that her daughter was was fun like it's kind of the character yeah. that that this that this needed for sure um a great way to kind of pass on the legacy seeing her pictures uh, the, her mom's pictures all around i thought was great and yeah. her trying to morph constantly throughout it and then eventually getting it, it was like this is power rangers this is why i love it they all get yeah. in the Megazord, and I think that the other chill moment for me was seeing Billy kind of be like lead chair uh, for a bit uh, in the, in the Zord. Um, yeah. And when they're all in there, the set of it all, it looked plussed up a little bit like the the 95 movie, but it still yeah. felt authentically in the world of the TV show. And I was just yeah. like, man, this is pretty damn cool. Yeah, that that and, and, and even on top of that, having the controls be the uh, – again, these are the, the – you know the little fine details that i'm looking for is controlling it with the power crystals made from the coins so that like those were there as the controllers that was cool and then like yeah uh when the yellow ranger can't you know she's like oh i've never like done this before you know he's like oh it's it's gonna be like second nature to you you know same explanation they were given yep. in like the very first episode it's like how the hell do you know how to do this They're all uh, in sync slice <laughs> yeah it's second nature. Don't worry about it. Um, I will say, maybe maybe my last thing. I'll I guess I'll complain about, but but it is what it is. Um, I've never been a. I gotta I gotta voice some beef with beef whenever they do CGI Zords. Mm. I'm kind of like, don't worry about that. Just a dude in a suit. Yep. It's fine. Rubber suit. Totally. We're fine. We know what we're watching. It's Power Rangers. Yeah. Which is why I actually appreciated. When they did the, um, you know, there's the initial Power Rangers movie that came out in 95, very early CG, not, I'm going to say, it's safe to label, not good. Yeah. Um, but the second movie, Power uh, Turbo, Power Rangers movie, you know, not the best movie, but I did appreciate it had big rubber suits. Mm -hmm. Um unabashedly they had the kyoto brothers do a monster the 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 megazord was just a dude in a big rubber suit and it was perfectly good i kind of feel like you could have done that here i i do think the 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 zords on their own those were cg and they kind of kind of perfectly recreated the 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 the, the, the uh original animations of how they would summon them you know uh pterodactyl that, coming out of amazing. the volcano and loved that yeah that the that whole really intro was scene kind of perfect was I'm great like, for being cg you kind of nailed this but you know the, it was just the megazord itself i'm yeah. kind of like you could have just had a dude in the suit totally nah. that, that, that's where it kind of felt more like modern power rangers and i was like yeah. oh man like i want like everything else here felt like the original show so that was a little yeah. bit of a, a letdown um character wise though when we get introduced to alpha nine I was like, yeah, I just love that he's the ninth one. And immediately I'm like, oh, my God, that means that we because we know Alpha five. We knew Alpha six. 
as far as I know, we didn't know anyone past that. So having nine, I was like, there had to be a, a seven and an eight. And immediately they're like, yeah, guess what? There was an eight. It's this robo arena. <laughs> like, holy shit. That's a wild, yeah. it's a wild reveal. <laughs> and, and again, that that is the perfect Power Rangers explanation. Like you said earlier in the show, you know, oh, they, like they just immediately cut to the same set with the same alpha costume. No, no, no. But that one got turned into the bad guy. Okay, yeah. great. You know, that's cool. That's the most Power Rangers thing possible. But. Once again, I, I will have to correct you. I do believe we saw Alpha Seven so much in. I think it was Forever Red, the tenth anniversary episode in Power Rangers Wild Force. I do think we saw Alpha Seven there. I may be wrong. Uh, if if the YouTube comments eat me alive, I apologize, but I think we saw him there. I will say that speaking of Power Rangers Forever Red, that is, I think, the definitive anniversary power rangers thing because yeah. it's just it is pure perfection of just like here's what y'all fucking want just yes. pure hype that shot of all of the red rangers standing mm -hmm. there fighting against the beetleborgs but they're not the beetleborgs it's just yeah. you know all that and then the explosions of red and then the fire it's like the most insane thing ever and we get jason back we get tommy back it's just it's so good yeah, and I think, um, and, and and in case you didn't know, I don't know, if maybe you do, but that was straight up written by a a, a, a longtime fan fiction writer. No, that's yeah. awesome. They they brought him on. I mean, this guy was like a mastermind with that kind of stuff. Online would write stuff that was just like, oh my gosh, no one understands every a little bit of continuity and everything with the show more than him. And and I think they let them write it. Um, that's so but, cool. And I love Alpha uh, 7 in but, that. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. The fact that it did, as you mentioned, have the Beetleborgs in it, but the, it was just an excuse to use their suits. They were actually uh, leftover remnants of the Machine Empire was like, It's perfect. Oh, A great explanation. <laughs> yeah. It was just, uh, dear Lord, how far are they going with this? I was kind of secretly holding out hope that Robo Rita was also a product of like the Machine Empire or something like that, but... You can't have it all. So yeah, you, you can't have it all. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to let you go without talking about Beetleborgs a little bit because here we are and oh, I have yeah. the opportunity. I freaking yeah. loved Beetleborgs. I freaking loved Beetleborgs Metallics so much. But my question to you is, you know, when this was airing, Metallics must have been, I don't even know, like 99, 2000, somewhere around there. Maybe yeah, even 90, little, 98, I think. Maybe, maybe 98, somewhere, somewhere around there. It was in a time where we couldn't just watch things like Google into YouTube and watch whatever the hell you want, go on Netflix yeah. and watch the entire series. You would just watch what they gave you on Saturday morning and be happy. And maybe you recorded it on a VHS, maybe you didn't. Did right. that show ever end? Or did it, did it get canceled? Like, because I remember there was a point where new toys came out and it was like yes. Beetleborgs, and there was, I forget the name of the line, but it wasn't Metallics. It was like a different thing. And they had, it was the Metallics suits, but the colors of the originals. <laughs> it was called Beetleborgs Force. Yes. What is that? What happened? It was purely that the uh, Bandai who made the toys, they were still selling like a lot of Beetleborgs toys. Um, they, they did well. Um, the, by the way, let's just call it what it is. The toys for Beetleborgs were were amazing. Like, I love them. They really so just much. they just imported the Japanese toys. That was it. Um, so you were getting these incredible high quality toys uh, for this show, and they still did really well. But the problem was they ran out of uh, the, the original season of Beetleborgs adapted B Fighter, and then the second season adapted B Fighter Kabuto. 
the in Japan didn't really continue past that. Well, like they weren't like badass like yeah Borg dudes anymore. They did a third series, but they made it like a a, a younger children's show. So they looked like oh. little mascot beetle guys. Um, so they were like, we can't adapt this. We're out of Japanese footage. And so when they weighed the cost of doing more Beetleborgs, they were like, it's not worth like creating all this new stuff. But Bandai sitting there like, yo, we still have the toy rights and the toys are still doing good. So we're going to make our own thing. And maybe at that point in history, uh, Fox did, uh, cancel, you know, they, they, for all intents and purposes, canceled it. They were like, okay, we're not going to make any more, but UPN picked it up. No way. Um, and there was a rumor that like, well, maybe if the toys still do well, we'll do more or whatever. So they just aired reruns mm. while there were new toys coming out that looked like it was some kind of new yeah. thing, but it wasn't. It was just toys. Uh, do you ever think that we get a rebooted Beetleborgs or is that one of the things that's like, it's, it's not, there's not enough of an audience. I don't, I am probably not seeing that happening. Um, I feel like it did come to Netflix, you know, d- I guess some more people saw it maybe, but like, <laughs> I know shout factory has been like re-releasing a lot of these old shows on DVD and things like that. And I guess every time they put out some kind of new Beetleborgs thing, it's like, does not move. Like, I don't think it does. It's so sad. Well, um, Such a which sad breaks world. my heart because I loved that show. And yeah, it was, you know, that was, I, I will say the first season of it. You see, you got me down the Beetleborgs path. This it's is a good. mistake. I love this. I hope this we have, so how many good. more hours do we have? Um, <laughs> I will say the first season of it, if you try to watch it now, is a little hard to get through. It's rough. Real kitty. Yeah. But the Metallics is so good, though. Metallics like, once, was there's good. There's like the dueling comic books coming life. Come on, man. It's so good. Yes. But the, all right. the, whole, the whole conceit of Beetleborgs was that they had monsters and they would have to kill them to send them back to the comic. Like, that's how they would kill. Okay, if we beat them, they'll go back to the comic and then that's how we'll get rid of them. Metallics introduced a main villain who, as soon as he showed up, destroyed all the comics. He's like, now, where are you going to send me to, to now? If you kill me, I'll go nowhere. I can't be killed. And they ended the show without revealing what happened. They just canceled it. It drives so. me crazy. We so need let's the get, third season, Barrett. <laughs> third season of Beetleborgs. Let's do it. You know what? Kind of funny Patreon. No one else is doing it. I'm announcing it here. We will film a third season of Beetleborgs if we get like 10,000 more patrons tonight. <laughs> tonight, baby. We'll do Beetleborgs. it. I, season three. They'll give us the rights. It's not. It's <laughs> I'm sure they will. I, I just want to say, like, outside of the, what was it, the 2017 movie, 2018 movie or whatever, mm-hmm. I have not watched Power Rangers in any major capacity outside of the, I think, the first movie I had on VHS. And sure. it has just been a blast to hear you guys talk about <laughs> oh, whatever it is for the last 45 <laughs> minutes and, like, have enough context clues of what's going on. But it's just been, it's okay. been a joy, y'all. Okay, well, th- you don't have to patronize me, but I thank you. I, I do. <laughs> well, no, I, I was having a fun time. I just wanted to, you know, express that. I love it, man. Rocco, this has been an absolute blast. Um, where can people find you? You were talking about a stream. You want to promote that a bit? Yes, we are doing a... Uh, I'm, I'm from Mega64. I should have said that at the beginning, but... Uh, Mega 64, you can find us on YouTube. Just search Mega64. We've been doing videos and podcasts and streams and short films for a long time we have a all-day stream on april 20th um nice. we're, we're gonna get trippy i don't know i'm you know I, I don't know if i could say on here what day that is <laughs> but it's gonna be a trippy stream it's gonna get psychedelic if you've ever enjoyed any of our comedy 
you know we've been doing it for like 20 years now you definitely want to tune into that stream there's going to be a lot of fun to be had um we kind of do it you know we we we're, we come from a theater background so we're doing improv comedy we're doing psychedelic stuff you got to tune in and also we as you mentioned we have our own merch we release our own apparel we got a whole merch drop coming out on april 20th exclusively that day so if you want any of that stuff that that shirt you have is cool we got even better stuff coming out that day so i hope you stock up too oh i'll um, send you and i i heard yeah i'll send you an invoice later i love it i love it so much thank rocco you. thank you so much everybody go follow mega 64 check out the stream buy the merch do all the things again rocco thank you so much this has been awesome i love how into this you are i always love being able to talk to people about things i love when they love them even more this was so great uh thank so you. we'll have to hang out sometime soon we'll have to get you actually in the kind of funny studios up yes. in San Francisco sometimes. I'm soon. down. I, I got all the replica Beetleborgs weapons. They just released them in Japan. I'll bring them. Fantastic. I want that blue stinger. All right, everybody. Yeah. I love you all. Once a ranger, always a ranger.